Awani, this is the Rorschach Nigeria update from the 7th of April 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. Last year, the government asked people to get their national identity number and link it to their SIM card. Now, on Monday the 4th, the authorities ordered telecommunications companies in the country to block outgoing phone calls from citizens and residents who haven't done this. According to the government, having the numbers linked to SIM cards will address the problem of the growing crime rate, since it will be possible to identify an individual with their phone number. If you have a national identity number, you will appear in the government's database. However, some citizens complained that despite linking the identity number to their SIM cards, they were still barred from making phone calls. Telecommunications company Mobile Telephone Network, best known as MTN, released a statement on Tuesday the 5th apologizing to the affected customers. The company asked these customers to send them their phone numbers in order to solve the problem. Speaking about the government's decisions, the new COVID-19 guidelines came into effect on Monday the 4th. The guideline, which was released on Sunday the 3rd, made it mandatory for all travelers to the country to register via the online Nigeria International Travel Portal, and you can find that link to it in our show notes. The guideline also established that airlines that board travelers without the required documents will be fined more than $3,000, and you could be banned from flying into the country. Travelers are required to carry with them either a vaccine certificate or a negative PCR test, taken no more than 48 hours before boarding. In similar news, the government lifted the restrictions that limited the amount of people that could attend parties, concerts, and other crowded activities on Wednesday the 6th. The restrictions which ordered public gatherings to be limited to no more than 50 people were introduced in 2020. The government said they removed the restriction because of the increasing number of people that have been vaccinated in the country and in the rest of the world. However, they advise citizens to continue to adhere to existing health protocols such as hand hygiene and social distancing. The U.S. said on Thursday the 31st it will build a new consulate worth about $540 million in Lagos. At the ceremony, the U.S. consul said the new consulate will provide improved public-facing interview and waiting areas. When completed in 2027, it will be the largest U.S. consulate in the world. And on that note about the U.S., the U.S. Agency for International Development launched a program called Advancing Nutrition Activity on Friday the 29th. The aim of the program is to address the causes of malnutrition and provide support to improve nutritional health to residents of Bauchi, Sokoto, and Kirby states in the northern region of the country. The agency will invest $10 million into the program. Since we mentioned Sokoto, the Sultan of Sokoto, who many consider the spiritual leader of Muslims in the country, announced the start of the Ramadan fasting on Saturday the 2nd. Ramadan, which is the ninth month of the Islamic calendar, is observed as a month of fasting, prayer, and reflection by Muslims. The Lagos legislative body passed a bill to create a training institute for law enforcement officers in the state on Monday the 4th. The institute will be responsible for training and improving the quality and effectiveness of security outfits in the state. On that note about passing bills, the Senate passed the National Human Rights Commission bill on Tuesday the 5th. The bill will repeal and enact the 2010 National Human Rights Commission Act, 
and the legislation aims to increase the capacity of the Commission to conduct human rights investigations by including a national human rights fund in the annual budget of the country. In corporate news, American digital infrastructure company Equinix announced on Tuesday the 5th it has fully acquired the Nigerian data center com- company Main One. Equinix purchased Main One for $320 million. The deal was announced in December last year, but the company needed to obtain regulatory approval. The deal also marks the company's entry into the African market. Main One has three operational data centers in the country, and a fourth center will be opened later this month. Speaking of deals, delivery company UPS announced a partnership with e-commerce company Jumia on Monday the 4th. The deal will see UPS use Jumia's distribution network on the continent. UPS customers will be able to pick up and drop off packages at Jumia delivery stations in Nigeria, Morocco, and Kenya. Plans are also underway to expand the partnership to all the countries in Africa that Jumia operates in. On Wednesday the 6th, the central bank fined three commercial banks about $2 million for defying a cryptocurrency trading restriction introduced last year. The restriction ordered banks not to make transactions in cryptocurrencies. Even though citizens can still buy and trade crypto, the transaction must not pass through a Nigerian bank. However, crypto exchange platforms found new ways to bypass the restriction by introducing peer-to-peer exchanges for cryptocurrency transactions. Meanwhile, the CEO of one of the banks said on the same day that the crypto transactions must have passed through the system of the commercial banks undetected. He then urged the central bank to share the advanced technology used to detect the transactions with commercial banks as they don't have access to it yet. And now for some sports news. The head coach of the men's football team, Ergovan, resigned on Thursday the 31st after the team failed to qualify for the World Cup. The Football Federation said that when Ergovan resigned, the rest of the coaches and the technical crew were fired. It is expected there will be a new coach soon, as the board of the Football Federation had a meeting on Tuesday the 5th. In the meeting, the Federation directed the Technical and Development Committee to forward names for a new coach to the board in five days. And on that note about the World Cup, music star Davido was featured with the FIFA World Cup official soundtrack that was released on Friday the 1st. He appeared alongside the American musician Trinidad Cardona and Qatari musician Aisha on the song called Heya Heya, Better Together. According to FIFA, Chief Commercial Officer Kay Madati, by bringing together voices from the Americas, Africa, and the Middle East, the song symbolizes how music and football can unite the world. Speaking about music, fans of singer Wizkid were disappointed at the outcome of the Grammy Awards that were held on Sunday the 3rd. The singer was nominated in two categories but did not win any of them. The hashtag hashtag WizKid and hashtag Grammy trended on Twitter and fans said he deserved an award for his Made in Lagos album. Okay, let's close this edition with a book recommendation on Black Sister Street is a book by author Chikar Unigwe, and the book tells the story of four women, three from Nigeria and one from Sudan, who left to Europe for greener pastures but ended up as sex workers in Belgium. 
All right, that's it for this week. Thank you, as always, so much for joining us. Do you need to get something off your chest? Do you need to tell someone what you are going through? Well, we are not that person. But you could give us some feedback. You can cry at the same time. We really don't mind. Also, don't forget to add us to your favorites or subscribe in the listening app of your choice to get updates whenever we upload a new episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach.com. That's R-O-R-S-H-O-K.com. Or you can always follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Nigeria. Odabo!